back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Thomas Welch. I'm Joey Pauzola. And I'm Josh Iman. And we got a we got a couple little news here for you today. Obviously, the big one: uh, the Blues are going up against the Winnipeg Jets tonight uh, in a division matchup. So that should be a big game. Should be fun to watch. Um, we saw Tarasenko skate with the team today. Also, a little bit of changing on the power play units. Looks like Perko is um, replacing Justin Falk on the second unit. Um, so that's interesting as well. And then we're also going to talk about um, the Blues selling or not selling. Um, the Rampage, rather, being sold to the Vegas Knights in the midst of a contract with the Blues as well. So uh, we'll talk about the repercussions for that. But starting off, guys, um, are you intimidated by this Winnipeg Jets team? Are you cautious? Or do you think the Blues have this in the bag? Obviously, um, a good showing uh, last game against Carolina. What, do you, what, are, what are we looking for tonight? Uh, Joe, you want to take the lead on this one? Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, Winnipeg losers of four in the last five. Of course, the one game they won was against the Blues, 5-2 win at home in Winnipeg. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Blues are coming off a second half of a back-to-back that night. But, again, right before that game, we told everyone how they were having trouble scoring goals. Again, they just only scored one goal, one goal, three goals, and one goal in the last four of their five. And, of course, against the Blues, they popped off of five. So, uh, who knows? I mean, maybe these two teams know each other very well. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Blues shut them out and beat them 3 nothing. I wouldn't be surprised if Winnipeg comes out and scores six goals and, and beats us 6-3. to three. I mean, I, I don't know what we're going to get from this one. I think the Blues will come away with it. I think they just came off a great yeah, so, um, uh, performance against Carolina. I think they'll division uh, rival. take that into uh, tonight. Gonna be a, it's going to be a but, battle uh, regardless of, of season season series or, or past experience with the team. They played each other in the playoffs. Uh, they've, they've had lots of battles. So it's going to be a tough one regardless of, of where each team is. Uh, I think the Blues have the hot hand a little bit lately, uh, have the ability to, to come out rolling with their, their previous momentum against against Winnipeg. Um, you know, the playoff series, that whole thing, they, they know how to beat this team. So I'm, I'm hoping for a good one. I'm hoping for uh, uh, them to start stringing some Ws together. Zach Sanford staying hot, maybe. We'll see. It should be a fun one. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for, for sure. I feel like um, that's a good teller of how the Blues night will be going is if that uh, Zach Sanford's still firing on all cylinders, playing his style of game, and if that line of him, O'Reilly, and Perron is still uh, producing at a high level, um, I feel like we'll be okay. But, yeah, kind of like we talked about, Sanford's got four goals last five games, seven points in that span. I mean, that's ridiculous, especially for a player that's been up and down. Um Patrick Line has got three goals in his last five. Kyle Connor's got four points in his last five. So I mean, I, the, the the Jets have struggled. Um, they've got a couple of guys that are playing good hockey, but I think overall, like we've like we talked about, the Blues have the upper hand for sure. Yeah, San, Sanford did have an assist in that last game against Winnipeg recently. He had an assist and a hit. Um, this during his big uh, nine game hot streak, I guess you could call it. But uh, what what hype would this bring if, if he comes out and has another three-point game or another two-goal game or goal and assist? Or, man, I don't know, but the hype train is on the tracks, and we are full speed heading into the trade deadline right now. Yeah, I'm excited. It should be an interesting one. Um, we just had a good uh, 
a good NBA trade deadline last night. So if there's anything, or this, this today even, if there's anything like that, it uh, should be fun. It's always fun to see see names getting moved around. The The whole dynamic of the league is going to change depending on, on how things play out. But again, it, it's depending on how these next few games play out, it'll be interesting to see the direction the Blues take come trade deadline. Yeah, maybe uh, acquire some prospects, maybe move some prospects. Um, but if we do acquire some prospects, apparently they will not uh, be reporting to San Antonio next year. Um, obviously, the news came out today that San Antonio is now the affiliate for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, I'm assuming they bought. I, that's what I'm saying, man. We were we were merged with them. Uh, what was it, a couple of years ago, last year or whatever. When they started, um, yeah, yeah. When they started, now. Blues got to look for somebody else, which um, Arm- I think Armstrong already made a comment that said the search starts immediately. Um, but I'm kind of with you, Joey. I'd like to see, I'd like to see it based in Kansas City and kind of fill in the the hockey crowd that's already there. I was already following us um, during our Cup run and kind of mull over with the Chiefs. Like, could be be a nice little uh, compromise there. Um, because exactly. I, I think the Chiefs also are at some point are going to be looking for a new place or a new lease or something for their practice facility. So if that, I mean, if they could put one of those in St. Louis and kind of be like a trade off there, I think uh, St. Louis fans would love that. I mean, not that the XFL is not cool because it is, um, but it's not the NFL. And I think it would be sweet to watch Patrick Mahomes practice in, in St. Louis from time to time. You yeah. I think, uh, my my number one choice preference is Kansas City. I know we went over this. Man, it seems like it was last year, but I think it was like two or three years ago we went through the same process. But I think I don't don't quote me on this, but I think there came some issues with uh, potentially relocating the AHL team there or expanding. I can't remember which of which one it was, mm-hmm. but I do remember there was some sort of small issues. But it's not like there's not a arena or anything. I mean, you got the Sprint Center there. It's a 15 plus thousand seat arena so i mean they got they got the stadium there i just i would love to see them in kansas city if not kansas city why not somewhere like memphis playing the fedex forum where the grizzlies play or peoria could be an option as well peoria could be an option i don't think they're gonna go back there though i just have that feeling that they want something new some energy something to uh create a little hype around the team you know something they've already been generated twice if if not three times, I'm not hundred yeah. percent sure on that. But yeah, they of course that's the OG place. But yeah, yeah, I, I would like to see like Kansas City, maybe a Memphis, uh, maybe not so much Memphis though due to the national rivalry. But KC would definitely be my number one choice. But it's not that huge of a story. Yeah, and when you think about the size of KC as a city too, I mean, um, I'm sure there's a lot of hockey fans in Kansas City that would actually enjoy an NHL team. I feel like it would be good. Uh, it would look good on their resume if they showed up for an AHL team first and then be like, hey, we want more, you know, and then it could kind of turn into that. So I could see that kind of being a potential route that they would take. Right. Yeah. Um, before we continue, i uh, got a quick ad insert, uh, digital insert for you guys, and then we'll get right back to the content. All right. So moving on. Um, we're also going to preview on Saturday, since obviously we won't be podcasting over the weekend. But Saturday, uh, the Blues do take on the Dallas Stars 
at seven o'clock. That that should be a should be a good old fashioned slobber knocker. What do you guys think? What do you guys think about that? Slobber knocker. Um, Bringing out the the Jim Ross in me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if again, like like I said for the last game, it's a division. It's a division rivalry. It's always gonna be. Always gonna be fun games to watch. The Blues are two and zero against them uh, in the season series, but the Stars have been one of the hottest teams in hockey as of late. Uh, ben Bishop's an absolute monster. We know that. Uh, they're they're they've been getting some uh, some good performances from their forwards. Um, you know, no one's really no one's really running away with it from them. Like Sagan and Ben aren't really having ridiculous years. Ben's actually been pretty disappointing, but they still. They still have the um, the ability to to challenge the Blues. Absolutely, they've been a really hot team. Their goaltending's been really good as always. Uh, they took us to seven games in the playoffs uh, just a couple months ago, so it should be a fun one. Um, you know, coming off of that Winnipeg game, a big chance to build momentum. Two division rivals back to back. It's it's it, those are gonna be those are always fun games, uh, especially when you're at home for both of them, like the Blues are. So uh, hopefully they can snatch two wins. Uh, get, get the, uh, give themselves a, even more of a cushion in the division lead right now. But we'll see. Should be fun. Yeah. Uh, Going to be another one of those games where both teams know each other very well, obviously, due to past playoff series and, and such. But uh, Dallas's power play has really uh, not played up to task this year. They've only got 19% on the year, 19.6% uh, to be exact, so not even 20% on the power play. That's a big downfall comparing to the Blues twenty five percent. Which, by the way, they've hit the twenty five percent mark. How about that? Shout out Mark Zabardi. <laughs> <laughs> the the casual the the annual pod, podcast shout out for Mark Savard. How about that? Yeah, but um, always, always. Dallas is creeping up on us in the standings just a bit. Nothing to scare me. Uh, they do have a game in hand on us. They got sixty five points. Blues got seventy two points. So I mean, it's a four point game, obviously. But overall, yep. big two games. Big two uh, division games back to back, though. So, ready to get after it. Yeah, and I think uh, their young guys have been playing really well for them. Obviously, uh, Rupe Hints and Mira Heiskanen uh, both got twenty five points apiece. So, definitely keep an eye on those guys. Obviously, guys like Pavelski and Klingberg are always going to be dangerous. But um, I think Dallas is at the point right now where. They've got like the young guys that they need to make a serious run for, like towards a Stanley Cup and Stanley Cup playoffs and make one deep. Um, I just don't know that all these like the older guys and the, the core of their team are on the same page, but I think they're close. And I think maybe one or two years down the road, we might see them actually, actually say, like do some serious damage. I, I will build off that, and I I will say, in my opinion, the the stars scare me more in a playoff matchup than the Colorado Avalanche do at this point in time. I think the Dallas Stars can play up to the Blues' physicality, and I think they can match that, along with having elite goaltender that can steal a game or two in the playoffs. I don't think Colorado has either of the two of those uh, uh, personality traits, I guess you could call them. But yeah, I, yeah, I think Dallas scares me more than Colorado. You know, I definitely. I think. Agree. I think if the Blues play, I think if the Blues play discipline, they'd be fine. But I, I mean, Colorado's power play is ridiculous, and they get. I feel like every like the times we played them this year have been obviously disappointing, and um, they let it get into that track meet kind of like it's going to cause problems. And the fact that Bennington hasn't looked good against them this year that that scares me too. So. 
I mean, I, just I get what you're saying, but I'll, I'll I'll take Colorado over Dallas. I mean, I, I think it, it really depends on how the rest of the season uh, shapes up. Um, you know, the playoffs are very unpredictable. Uh, you can't, you know, one team versus the next. Most of the time, you can't really tell who's going to win throughout a seven-game series. Uh, Colorado and Dallas, two teams I'd really rather face either, to be completely honest. Both of them scare me. I feel um, that. But, I mean, Colorado, you know, a little inexperienced. Uh, maybe don't have the physicality to hang in a seven-game playoff series versus Dallas. We've shown that sometimes their goal scoring can go flat. Uh, sometimes their defense can be a little suspect. Sometimes they have to rely on their goaltender. So both series could be, um, you know, uh, difficult, uh, up in the air. But I, I think in terms of, of picking and choosing, I, I would rather face Colorado just because of that lack of experience, the lack that we've 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 seen what Dallas is capable of. They can definitely give us lots of trouble. They, you know, we went we were within inches. I've said it many times. We were within inches of losing that series. So. Um, I would rather not deal with that heart attack again. And another thing that is completely unpredictable here is the trade deadline, which is coming up. And who's that to say a true. team like Dallas or Colorado is the one that acquires a guy like Chris Crowder, for instance, or Tyler Toffoli or one of the many names that are being rumored around right now. But, um, I mean, th- there's plenty of time, plenty of hockey. It's going to play itself out. But uh, talking about that trade deadline, I do got a little follow-up. Uh, last episode, we talked about a little trade deadline rumors, and I mentioned the possibility of Blues acquiring J.G. Peugeot from the Ottawa Senators. Well, with a follow-up, I talked to my Ottawa Senators guy, and he, he did give me some inside information that he is about 50-50 on getting moved or not. So he is a UFA at the end of the year, so something to keep an eye on. Nothing crazy, nothing breaking, but a little something, a little follow-up. That's for you definitely guys. breaking. Breaking news, uh, Locked On Blues podcast <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> Peugeot is a 50-50 to move it at the deadline. He either will get traded or he won't. Or he won't. You heard it here first. Wild. If he gets (laughs) traded, you heard it here first. If he doesn't get traded, we didn't say anything. You also heard it here first. I I wasn't going to mention this, but I guess I will. I did uh, bring up the fact of my little trade scenario with Zach Sanford and possibly like a second rounder or something. A little throw in in there. And he said that that would be a fantastic value, except the Senators already have three second-round picks. So with the Blues potentially having a late second rounder, that might not be as exciting as something. Maybe maybe a prospect gets thrown in there, maybe a Jake Wallman or something like that. But he he thinks that it could happen. Good good value on each side. But just a follow up for everybody. Um, here I have a fun I have a fun one. We can play we can play. Guess which game got the national slot? So right now, boys, there are two games in the same time slot. Well, there there are a bunch of games, but. I guess we can list off some of the important ones. So there's Sabres Red Wings, there's Penguins Lightning, there's Golden Knights Panthers, there's Ducks Canadians, and there's Flyers Devils. Which one of those deserves a national spot? Definitely uh, Robbie Fabry and the Red Wings playing against the Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> you see, I just want you to know I'm sending a message for tomorrow's gauntlet because I am playing Tommy. So. Uh, Point one for me already. I think I'm, I'm almost positive they're playing right now. No, yeah. yeah, that's that's the one that's playing, but that's it not is. the one that deserves it. <laughs> no, it's not the one that deserves it. But so so yeah. For so example, negative right one now, points for Joe. No, no, it deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they the currently is the, the Sabers and the Red Wings on national TV right now. While you have the Lightning and the Penguins playing on on the Sun Network in in Florida. <laughs> 
Like, come on, come on, NHL. You gotta. It can be better than that, yeah. If you're you listening, to, if you're you listening to this podcast, Gary Bettman. If I was at a game right now, I would want to be in Florida. Actually, I'd want to see the Golden Knights play the Florida Panthers. Florida Panthers are probably one of my um, taking the Blues out of consideration here, but Florida Panthers are my favorite team in the NHL to watch right now. They're wow. that team is electric, man. Big Jonathan Huberdeau guy, big Alexander Barkov guy, but. I would yeah, like to I mean, see them make some noise at the deadline and maybe maybe upset or two in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd probably beef up the Arsenal. That wouldn't I be mean, too it bad. Would be, it would be nice to watch them if they're on you know national TV, but right. The, <laughs> but the, the Sabers and the Red Wings, who who what have a combined thirty five wins, something like that. Which I'm is, sure it's just because of their like respective but, markets, but at the same time, like come on. Come on. Come on. That's, that's, you didn't even that. That's like having uh, the Battle of Alberta last week, think about not it, even though, on, you know. The, think about it, like the, the casual hockey fan, or not the casual hockey fan, the casual sport fan is flipping to the TV right now. They're like, oh, what's your problem? They're, like, they're like, oh, hockey. I don't watch a lot of this. Let's see. Let's see what the NHL has for us. What's the, what's the, what's their best product on prime time on a Thursday night? <laughs> and these, these Sabres Red Wings, and they're like, oh, is this what hockey is? This sucks. <laughs> Good point. But I digress. You got you got oiler sharks at nine thirty. I mean, that's okay. Yeah, decent. Okay. It's no Sabres Red Wings though. It's no Sabres Red yeah. Wings. <laughs> oh, I digress. No, I, I, we got anything else? I uh, mailbag questions. Get them in tomorrow. Please. We'll be yeah. uh, recording those. Answering any questions, trade deadline, blues, Tarasenko, you name it, we'll answer it. Bring it our way. Uh, if anybody wants to make fan t-shirts for me and my Stellar Gauntlet uh, record, let me know. I can talk to a printer for you guys. Uh, get you hooked up real nice. I need a fan club. Help me pull through. You want so. fan t-shirts, Tommy? Yeah. Tommy's just I need homeless, a, I need guys. A fan club. He doesn't I need have a fan clothes. Club. Send, so that whenever... Send- Send whenever whenever I witness clothes. my first win, I can have people witness it with me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm it might just, be tomorrow because we, gonna, we play each I'm, other. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It so might tune in. We'll see. Might yeah, yeah you have to tune in. I'm going to come up with some good questions. I'm going to come up with some good questions. All right. I think, I think you boys – Yeah, you boys got anything else for, for the lovely listeners at home or in their car or wherever they may be? Uh, we appreciate we appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, stay tuned because I know all three of us, but especially Joey's been itching to get back in the in the t-shirt shop. So, uh, oh yeah, hey, I was about <laughs> to mention some. Keep an eye on those bad boys. I got I got my mouth closed. I'm not gonna not gonna tease anything just yet. But hey, be on the lookout. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> lovely, lovely. Well. That being said, thank you guys all so much for listening. Thank each and every one of you. Like Tommy said, we appreciate you all so much. Um, And, yeah, submit those mailbag questions. Stay tuned for the gauntlet and the mailbag tomorrow. Friday's episode should be fun. And have a lovely weekend. And as always, let's go Blues.